Thank you for tuning in to Songs of Praise from 3ABN Australia Radio. We trust you'll enjoy this musical selection to bring you peace, comfort and hope.
Change. 
Songs of Praise endeavours to draw your heart, mind and soul to a close relationship with your Saviour, Jesus Christ. no problem too big God cannot solve it and there is no mountain too tall God cannot move it there is no storm too dark God cannot calm it and there is no sorrow too deep He cannot soothe it. He 
shoulders. I know my brother that he That he will carry you. He said, Come unto me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. You want to sing this one? Too big, God cannot solve it. That's right. There is no mountain too tall, He cannot move it. There is no storm too dark, God cannot calm it. There is no sorrow too deep. He cannot soothe it. If he carried the weight of the world upon his shoulders, I know my brother that he Jesus took me in, and then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It bathed my heart in love and wrote my name above, and just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. He will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayerful yearning and you know a little fire is burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Sometimes my path grows drear without a ray of cheer, and then a cloud of doubt may hide the light of day. 
The mists of sin may rise and hide the starry skies, but just a little talk with Jesus clears the way. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. He will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayerful yearning and you know a little fire is burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. I may have doubts and fears, my eyes be filled with tears, but Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. I go to him in prayer, he knows my every care. And just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. He will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayerful yearning and you know a little fire is burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. You will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right.
was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, from the waters lifted me, now safe am I. Love lifted even me, love lifted even me, when nothing else could help. Love lifted me, love lifted even me, love lifted even me, when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. All my heart to Him I give. Ever to him I cling In his blessed presence live Ever his praises sing Love so mighty and so true Merits my soul's best songs Faithful loving service to To him belongs Love lifted even me Love lifted even me When nothing else could help Love lifted me, love lifted even me, love lifted even me, when nothing else could help, love lifted me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, Jesus completely saves, yes, he saved a wretch like me, out of the angry waves. I once was lost, but now I'm found, blind, but now I see. He, your Savior, wants you to be saved today. Love lifted even me, love lifted even me, when nothing else could help. Love lifted me, love lifted even me, love lifted even me. When nothing else could help, love lifted, lifted even me. If you're enjoying this music, encourage your friends to listen to this program each week. Journey will be beamed till the bright. 
invite your family and friends to also enjoy songs of praise.
you've given but most of all thanks for what you took from me and father please forgive me for all the times i failed to mention this before i've been so concerned with treasure went so far as to even ask for more but you've shown me lord what's precious it's not the things you've given me today for their worth to me is nothing when compared to what you We here at 3ABN Australia Radio are delighted to share songs of praise with you. We look forward to your company next time. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, Ministry Healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie, and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Continuing Chapter 33, Home Influences. Subheading, The Father's Responsibility. The husband and father is the head of the household. 
the wife looks to him for love and sympathy and for aid in the training of the children, and that is right. The children are his as well as hers, and he is equally interested in their welfare. The children look to their father for support and guidance. He needs to have a, a right conception of life and of the influences and associations that should surround his family. Above all, he should be controlled by the love and fear of God and by the teaching of his word, that he may guide the feet of his children in the right way. The father is the lawmaker of the household, and like Abraham, he should make the law of God the rule of his home. God said of Abraham, I know him, that he will command his children and his household. Genesis 18:19. There would be no sinful neglect to restrain evil, no weak, unwise, indulgent favoritism, no yielding of his conviction of duty to the claims of mistaken affection. Abraham would not only give right instruction, but he would maintain the authority of just and righteous laws. God has given rules for our guidance. Children should not be left to wander away from the safe path marked out in God's word. It's ways leading to danger which are open on every side. Kindly but firmly, with persevering, prayerful effort, their wrong desires should be restrained, their inclinations denied. In Ephesians 6, 4, it says, And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. The father should enforce in his family the sterner virtues, energy, integrity, honesty, patience, courage, diligence and practical usefulness. And what he requires of his children, he himself should practice, illustrating these virtues in his own manly bearing. But fathers, do not discourage your children. Combine affection with authority, kindness and sympathy with firm restraint. Give some of your leisure hours to your children. Become acquainted with them. Associate with them in their work and in their sports and win their confidence. Cultivate friendship with them, especially with your sons. In this way, you will be a strong influence for good. The father should do his part towards making home happy. Whatever his cares and business perplexities, they should not be permitted to overshadow his family. He should enter his home with smiles and pleasant words. In a sense, the father is the priest of the household, laying upon the family altar the morning and evening sacrifice. But the wife and children should unite in prayer and join in song of praise. In the morning, before he leaves home for his daily labour, let the father gather his children about him and, bowing before God, commit them to the care of the Father in heaven. When the cares of the day are past, let the family unite in offering grateful prayer and raising the song of praise in acknowledgement of divine care during the day. Fathers and mothers, however pressing your business, 
do not fail to gather your family around God's altar. Ask for the guardianship of holy angels in your home. Remember that your dear ones are exposed to temptations. Daily annoyances beset the path of young and old. Those who would live patient, loving, cheerful lives must pray. Only by receiving constant help from God can we gain the victory over self. Home should be a place where cheerfulness, courtesy and love abide, and where these graces dwell, there will abide happiness and peace. Troubles may invade, but these are the lot of humanity. Let patience, gratitude and love keep sunshine in the heart, though the day may be ever so cloudy. In such homes, angels of God abide. Let the husband and wife study each other's happiness, never failing in the small courtesies and little kindly acts that cheer and brighten the life. Perfect confidence should exist between husband and wife. Together, they should consider their responsibilities. Together, they should work for the highest good of their children. Never should they, in the presence of the children, criticise each other's plans or question each other's judgment. Let the wife be careful not to make the husband's work for the children more difficult. Let the husband hold up the hands of his wife, giving her wise counsel and loving encouragement. No barrier of coldness and reserve should be allowed to arise between parents and children. Let parents become acquainted with their children, seeking to understand their tastes and dispositions, entering into their feelings and drawing out what is in their hearts. Parents, let your children see that you love them and will do all in your power to make them happy. If you do so, your necessary restrictions will have far greater weight in their young minds. Rule your children with tenderness and compassion, remembering that their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. Matthew 18, 10. If you desire the angels to do for your children the work given them of God, cooperate with them by doing your part. Brought up under the wise and loving guidance of a true home, children will have no desire to wander away in search of pleasure and companionship. Evil will not attract them. The spirit that prevails in the home will mould their characters. They will form habits and principles that will be a strong defence against temptation when they shall leave the home shelter and take their place in the world. Children, as well as parents, have important duties in the home. They should be taught that they are a part of the home firm. They are fed and clothed and loved and cared for. And they should respond to these many mercies by bearing their share of the home burdens and bringing all the happiness possible into the family of which they are members. Children are sometimes tempted to chafe under restraint, 
but in afterlife they will bless their parents for the faithful care and strict watchfulness that guarded and guided them in their years of inexperience. End of chapter 33. Chapter 34. True Education, a Missionary Training. True education is missionary training. Every son and daughter of God is called to be a missionary. We are called to the service of God and to our fellow men. And to fit us for his service should be the object of our education. Subheading, training for service. This object should ever be kept in view by Christian parents and teachers. We know not in what line our children may serve. They may spend their lives within the circle of the home. They may engage in life's common vocations or go as teachers of the gospel to heathen lands. But all are alike called to be missionaries for God, ministers of mercy to the world. The children and youth, with their fresh talent, energy and courage, their quick susceptibilities, are loved of God, and He desires to bring them into harmony with divine agencies. They are to obtain an education that will help them to stand by the side of Christ in unselfish service. Of all His children, to the close of time, no less than of the first disciples, Christ said, As you have sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. John 17:18. To be representatives of God, to reveal His Spirit, to manifest His character, to do His work. Our children stand, as it were, at the parting of the ways. On every hand, the world's enticements to self-seeking and self-indulgence call them away from the path cast up for the ransomed of the Lord. Whether their lives shall be a blessing or a curse depends upon the choice they make. Overflowing with energy, eager to test their untried capabilities, they must find some outlet for their superabounding life. Active, they will be for good or for evil. God's Word does not repress activity but guides it aright. God does not bid the youth to be less aspiring. The elements of character that make a man truly successful and honoured among men the irrepressible desire for some great good, the indomitable will, the strenuous application, the untiring perseverance, are not to be discouraged. By the grace of God, they are to be directed to the attainment of objects as much higher than mere selfish and worldly interests, as the heavens are higher than the earth. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio.
Let's listen to William Ackland as he shares a psalm from his paraphrase of the Bible called The Gift. The theme of Psalm 10 is God will triumph over evil. You seem to be standing far away, O Lord. Why do you hide yourself when we are in trouble? Why do the wicked pursue the weak as easy prey? Let them be caught in the very traps they have set for others. The wicked person brags that they will achieve their aims. The covetous person curses and spurns the Lord. The wicked are so proud in their wickedness, they have no desire for God. Never does God enter into their thoughts. They seem to prosper in their evil lives and do not know what you are planning for them. In their insolence, they scorn their enemies. They silently said, No one will ever push me around. I shall enjoy good fortune wherever I go. They utter curses and hate and are full of deceit and pride. Trouble and evil are only a word away. They hide in the shadows of the towns and where they cannot be seen, they murder the unsuspecting man. They spy out the weak, ready to pounce on them. Yes, they patiently wait for their prey like a lion in his den. They wait for that moment when they can take advantage of the poor, catching them as they draw them into their net. And so they crush and bring low those who cannot defend themselves as they attack those who cannot fight back. They think they can get away with their wickedness, saying, God has forgotten these miserable people. He has turned his face away from them and will never see their fate. Arise, O Lord. O God, raise your strong hand and do not forget the weak of this world. Why do the wicked reject God? Why are they so impudent that they say, we will not have to answer to God? But you, dear Lord, have seen all the trouble and heartache in this world and you will take steps to resolve it in your way. For the feeble of this world entrust themselves to you. Indeed, you are the father of the fatherless. Step in, O Lord, and thwart the designs of evil men. Chase down wickedness until there is none left. The Lord is the great King for time and eternity. Evil people will perish because this world is His. The cry of the humble has ascended to you. Not only will you encourage them and buoy them up, but you will listen to every one of them. For you will treat the orphans and those who are weighed down in a just and kind way, showing the powerful that they should terrify no more.